Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast, Episode 9. Hi, this is Bob. If you've been a listener to Sarasota Stories for a while now, would you do me a little favor? Go to our website, sarasotastories.co, scroll down and enter your best email so you will know when all our episodes will air. It helps us know who's a fan and how many folks are listening. I certainly appreciate it. And now on to today's episode. Most everyone has been to a farmer's market at one time or the other. I believe we are blessed to have one of the best markets in all of Florida in the Sarasota Farmer's Market in downtown Sarasota. It's open every Saturday from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m., rain or shine. But have you ever wondered what happens behind the scenes? In today's episode, you'll hear firsthand what it's actually like to run the Farmer's Market from the manager herself. Hi, I'm Bob Williams, and I believe if you truly want to better understand your community, to build personal, professional, and even lifelong relationships, then a willingness to hear each other's stories is an absolute must. In fact, that's why I created the Sarasota Stories podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to helping you get connected a little deeper with those living in this wonderful community we call home. In each episode, I interview business leaders, civic leaders, artists, authors, entrepreneurs, physicians, philanthropists, and others who are making a positive impact in the greater Sarasota area. Today, I'm pleased to have as my guest, Amber Rush. Amber took over as the Sarasota Farmers Market Manager at the beginning of 2022. From our talk, you're going to find out how Amber came to Sarasota, why the manager's position appealed to her in the first place, what's required to become a vendor at the market, how she and the market board of governors decide which vendor gets in and which do not, what Amber enjoys most about her job, and much, much more. I'm so glad you joined us today, and as always, it's my hope that you will listen, learn, and connect. Amber Rush, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. What's well, a pleasure to have you on here. It was it was interesting uh, as I was reading a little bit more about the Sarasota Farmers Market, of which you the which you are the manager. It's grown a lot in the last several years, which is understandable. A lot of new folks are coming into the community and whatnot, but you are a new manager, executive director of the Sarasota Farmers Market. 
you came in from Colorado. Uh, tell us about a little bit. What did you do in Colorado? A little bit about your background and how you ended up in Sarasota. Okay. Um, so I moved down here in Colorado in October. Back there, I kind of had a, many different things. I had owned a daycare center. Um, I had a residential and commercial cleaning company. And I was a property manager. And then right before I came down here, I was the general manager of a furniture store. And we came down here for a family vacation in August. My husband and my two kids had never seen the ocean. I came here all the time in the summer as a, as a young girl. My grandparents live in Venice. So uh, common down. story, common story. Yeah. <laughs> they fell in love. My oldest son is 17, going to be 18. And he found a school down here that he wanted to go to. And so we just decided to make the move. Um, that, you know, they, like I said, they fell in love with Florida and his school is here. So it just, it just fit. And here we are. Wow. So you really have an entrepreneurial background. And, and so now you're a manager of the market, but uh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. At, yeah. at first I, I, I was hopeful that I would get the position because I, you know, had never run an actual market before, but I noticed now that I'm in the position, how little key factors of all my past job experiences play into this role. So it, it was kind of interesting. Now that I'm here, I see why I was, you know, selected and was given this opportunity. So. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's great. What, what appealed to you about the job when you were looking at the posting, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I'm one that I'm always love to be involved in the community wherever I am. And I mean, to be honest, this is like a dream job. Like, you know, I get to work with the community. I get to be hands on with so many people and vendors. And, you know, I love working with people and I love problem solving and I love taking something and growing it. And this was like the perfect opportunity to do so. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, all right, I'm going to apply. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> well, well, you're, you're definitely out there in the community. Um, I actually live in the Osprey area. And so I've become remiss about not going more to the farmer's market because it's just, it's just a lovely Saturday. And of course you can always pick up something there, whether it's some, some, some vendors food or hear some entertainment. And so it just really makes you feel like being a part of the community. So I can see where that would be very appealing to you. Yeah. And you know, what I love about our market too, is, you know, I make sure that we have live music every weekend. Um, I'm really focusing on bringing more like family community events. So it's not just like a market where you go shopping, where it's interactive, where you can, you know, come down on Saturday to the mermaid fountain. And like this weekend we're doing um, family yoga and um, crown making and like that kind of stuff. So I'm really trying to get it to where you can be more involved rather than just like a Sunday or Saturday weekend shopping event. Right. Yeah. So really, really making it, really making it a, a weekly event that families can go to and mm -hmm. have some nice entertainment and, and, and get some great, uh, great product there as well. So, so what has surprised you to date? Cause you started back in October, correct? No, I actually took over the beginning of this year. So oh, okay. January, yeah. Okay. So you're brand new. So, brand new. What, what, so, so well, actually that's great. So what has surprised you you see, everybody has a preconceived ideas about a new job or a new business or whatever. What has surprised you about taking this position? 
Um, I, I mean, I knew coming into it that it was, you know, one of the original markets and like how big of a part of the community it was, but I really didn't fully grasp that until I became part of it. And I see people that have been coming for 40 years and they're bringing their friends and family and just the support the market has. And it was really awesome just to see that. That's cool. What's been... I guess what's been the most difficult thing about the job to date? <laughs> of course, you're just getting started, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just building relationships with everybody. Um, I'm a new face, you know, I'm not, you know, necessarily from Florida. So um, just getting t- everybody to know me, know, you know, where I want to take the market and, you know, building those relationships and the trust with everybody. I've been down here for the past seven years mm-hmm. and a long time snowbird coming down for many years, spring break, that type of jazz. And what I found, which I find fascinating about this town is it's very parochial, kind of you know, very local, but at the same time, you have such an influx of folks from all over the country and really all over the world. So you have a, a level of sophistication, I think, that you wouldn't find in a city of this size. Yeah, it's... Like, it's crazy. I mean, we're having, on average, about 10,000 people visit our market on Saturday. And it's just, wow. I mean, they come to the information booth and they talk to me and they're like, this is so amazing. Like, is this here every weekend? And I'm like, yep, every Saturday. And I mean, they're coming from all over and it's they're just in awe of it. And it's such an amazing feeling. And, you know, we have tons of followers on Facebook and our newsletter right now, we're going out to 8,000 people, just our newsletter alone. Um, we've grown, yeah, we've grown to where we have, I think it's like 27,000 followers on Facebook and Instagram. Like, oh my, we have people everywhere following us and it's so awesome. That is, that's very, very cool. How much, well, again, only a few months into this job, I'm, but I'm sure you talk with folks, how much does the market fall off? in the off season, if there is an off season anymore. Yeah. Um, right now is definitely our busy season. Um, it's peak season for, you know, the, the produce and, and, um, like you, you know, said like snowbirds and, and, you know, soon to be spring breakers and that kind of stuff. Um, so from the information I've gathered, the summer months definitely slow down. Um, but that's where I'm taking some of my, thinking outside of the box skills and bringing new things to the market this summer so that, um, you know, people still want to come, even though it's hot and they want to go to the beach, they want to stop by the market before they go to the beach to see what we have going on. So bring in more popsicle vendors, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's pretty fun. Well, so talk about, so if I'm a vendor, Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to secure a space at the market. What is the process that I go through to secure that space? Yeah. So you go to our website, um, sarasotafarmersmarket.org, and you there's like a little button you can click. Um, it's become a vendor. You print the packet. Um, you fill it out. You mail it into our, our office, which is listed on the packet. Um, we review those um, every quarter. Um, and then if you're a good fit for the market, I reach out to you. You do a presentation to myself and the board. Um, and then we get you started if, if you make it through the process. 
Interesting. So can you share with us some of the criteria that you use to say whether you're a good fit? I mean, obviously you, yeah. you don't want the market overweighted in one particular area, whether it's, you know, fresh right. produce or, you know, dried beef or whatever it is. So talk about the criteria that you, that you guys use. Right. So we kind of, right now we have over 75 vendors. Um, so we try and, you know, make sure that we don't have multiples of the same thing. We try and keep, you know, probably two of each product just because sometimes we do have people that will just literally come in and go one side of the market because they know what they're looking for and then leave. So we try and keep, right. you know, right. on each end, similar things. Um, and, you know, we just, it's learning, learning the demand and what, what people are looking for. And um, I always love new things, new ideas that we don't have. So it, it literally just depends on the product. Now, you know, right now, obviously we, you know, we have our big produce people. So if a produce person came in, you know, they would, you know, have to be put on the waiting list and we do hold all applications for a year um, in case some right. people leave or anything, but just try not to duplicate things too much so that everybody has, you know, a fair opportunity to show their product. So, so are there, is there a category of like, you got no chance, you know, like if you want to sell like hamsters or, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean I, you know, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's not that it's just, you know, we, we like to keep things um, so that people are going to want them and we don't want someone sure. to bring a product that they're not going to be able to sell because we don't want to discourage the vendor either. And we don't want, you know, we want them to prosper and, you know, have great success at the market. So, um, you know, I hear everybody's idea. Um, I had someone come in that wanted to bring um, ice cream to the market, which would be amazing right now. I have no ice cream vendors, but they wanted to do kind of like a soft serve machine. And, right. um, you know, I, I explained to them that, you know, if we could do like homemade ice cream more, you know, um, that style rather than just a soft serve. Anybody can go to, to somewhere and get a soft serve. We want something a little bit out outside of that realm. So, you know, just people are so crafty and they have so many ideas and I love hearing them all. It is amazing. It is amazing. Uh, I had a wonderful time with uh, Jim and Pam Pulsifer from Authentically Lebanese. Lebanese. Mm -hmm. And it, and I interviewed them. And it was just wonderful to find out how they came up with the idea. They just love it, you know, and they're, they're, they're a neat couple and they got mm -hmm. a great product. I've, I'm because, uh, I've been buying it every weekend, you know, <laughs> the hummus and the baba ganoush. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm trying to eat more plant food. And so they're, they're <laughs> a great source for me. So I think that's really cool. And mm -hmm. so you're really looking at something that maybe is a little bit unique then. Correct. Yeah. A little bit more unique. Um, I mean, we have everything from, pet treats and leashes to produce to, you know, guacamole to clothing. Like, I mean, we have so many things. Um, some people have handmade items and toys and, um, you know, we have all kinds of things. <laughs> right. Right. So what is, so what stipulations do you have in place? So if, if I come in and I'm going to sell hummus or whatever, mm -hmm. how, do I have to be there every weekend as a vendor? Do I, is there a certain number of weekends that I can take off? How does that work? Yeah. So um, you do sign a year long commitment with us and it's to be at the market every Saturday um, because we do have people that 
come every Saturday for their honey, for their produce, for their, yes, you know, that's true. So, that's true. So we need to have, you know, the commitment of every Saturday year round, um, in the contract, we do have seven days, um, you can take off throughout the year, whether it's sick days, vacation days, um, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we had that horrible wind and I had to make the no tent call, you know, that was kind of a, a free day because I didn't right. want people coming and their, their product being damaged because the good old mother nature. So, you know, um, I try and be as fair about that as well. And still with, you know, COVID being an issue, um, you know, there's different circumstances where sometimes people might need a little extra time than what's allotted, but I work with them as best as I can. So, so, so obviously the vendors are in effect renting that space Correct. for every Saturday that they're there. So, so how does, how does that work? I mean, it, if I have a larger area that I want to secure, it's more money. Is it less? Yeah, it's by, it's if you by, have the, a smaller, by the foot. Yeah. So like a 10 by 10 space, um, you know, the, t- the typical tent is a 10 by 10 tent. Um, and that's about $150 a week. I mean a month, I'm sorry. Um, and we do collect rent once a month, just like you would anywhere else. Um, and we have, you know, we keep track of that. So it's, it's a fair price. Um, and if you need two tents, you know, you just pay $14 a square foot instead of the other fee. So. Right. What, so you have 75 vendors and I would imagine you have a number that are in the pipeline waiting to get into the market. Mm -hmm. How do you actually expand your footprint? Because you're down several streets and I'm sure as this grows, you'd like to be down several more. What does that look like going forward? Um, that's getting approval through the city. Um, so it's, it's just building a, a par- partnership and relationship with them and seeing where we can expand to. The city is great. They've worked with us before when we've had a night market or when, you know, there was road closures because road construction, they kind of moved us going down, you know, a different street more. So, um, we would love to keep growing and building, um, it's just all working with the city and, and what space we can do that in safely. Could you ever see a time when the farmer's market moves to like a full-time space? I mean, some of the larger cities are like that. You can go, uh, you know, several days throughout the week to a, like a farmer's market and it's all undercover and all that sort of jazz. Do you have, has there ever been a discussion about that? Um, not really because, um, that's kind of one of the things we love about our market is it's always been, you know, downtown in the same location. Everybody knows where we are. Um, and that's kind of part of like the nostalgia about it, you know, like it's downtown Sarasota and it's always been that way. And, you know, so we would love to expand and grow if we can, but we're definitely happy where we're at. So. Are you booked out completely right now as far as space is concerned? Um, at the moment, yes, we are. Um, I have two new vendors coming in um, in March, and then we're going to be full um, because, you know, one of our key things that we focus on is nonprofits and um, helping nonprofits and making sure that they have a space to share their their mission and what they do. Um, so I do keep four to five spaces available for those nonprofits. Cause that is our mission, you know, helping the nonprofits. So 
in order for me to keep those, yeah, we will be full here um, in March. What's the process? Any idea what the process is if you do want to add an extra street? I mean, is is it a long lead time at all? Um, I'm not Get sure. That approval? I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to reach out to the city and, right. see, and work with them and see. Um, we're pretty comfortable where we're at now. So um, right. it would definitely be something maybe a couple of years down the line, see if we wanted to expand. What discussions have you had with some of the um, the downtown stores? Is it good for them? Is it, are they like, well, it, it, would you please walk away from that booth and come into my store? <laughs> um, I think, I mean, everything I've got from them has been really good um, because we, you know, respect their storefronts. We respect their spaces. We've built good rapport with them over the years where if it's something that a vendor knows that we don't have, they will refer them to someone on the strip. So they, they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty awesome working with them and understanding. And they love, they like the traffic too, because there might be people in town that are coming just to see the market and had no idea the store was there too. And then they go in that store or that restaurant. So um, I think it works out pretty good for everybody. Right. So you said you said you have was it ten thousand people that come through? Uh huh. On a um, yeah, right now in peak season, it's averaging seven to ten thousand people a Saturday. Wow. Could you ever see going to a Saturday Sunday, or is it just just going to be straight Saturday? Yeah, I think it's Saturday. Um, there's been some talk about um, doing a night market a little bit more frequently because we did that over the holiday season, and a lot of people uh. enjoyed that. Um, so we might incorporate that a little bit more in the same area. Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of working on that. Are you guys pretty much a standalone organization? Do you do any collaboration with any other markets around here? Um, no, at the moment we do not. Um, we, it's just us. Um, who knows what the future could bring. We might, you know, partner up with someone, which just it's, you know, it all depends on the situation. Right. So you work directly with the uh, the board of directors Correct. at the market. Are those, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, what's what's the dynamic like and, and what do you guys accomplish together? Um, how often do you meet and, and what's the typical agenda items so that, you know, vendors can know kind of what the, uh, the folks in charge are talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, so the board of directors is amazing. Um, I work directly with them all. Um, some of them I talk to several times throughout the week because I'm like to keep them informed on what, what I'm doing. <laughs> and, um, we do meet the second Tuesday of every month. And, um, I, the ad- agenda is kind of dependent on what we need to talk about. So we have our standard, you know, approving board minutes and sure. you know, financial things and that kind of stuff. And the meetings are always open to the vendors. Um, I let them know the week before we do the meeting so that, and I also um, let them know what the agenda is going to be. So if they wanted to be added to it or if they want to attend, that's their chance to speak up if they're having any issues or concerns or anything like that. And then, you know, I go over any ideas that I'm having, what direction I want to move the market to. Um, If it's something we need to vote on, you know, we do a vote at the meeting I try not to change anything with the market without talking to the the board of directors. You know, right. I am trying to push us forward and, you know, kind of separate us and keep us above some of the other markets, keep that edge. Right. On us. So 
that's all stuff we kind of discuss at the board meetings. Well, that's pretty, that is fascinating. Well, anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I, <laughs> this is, this has been, this has been fascinating for me because I've obviously never worked for a farmer's market. And uh, I was always curious what kind of happens behind the scenes, but anything else you'd like to share? Um, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful community and I'm so happy to be part of it. And, you know, the board has asked me several times, they're like, you know, are, are you happy? Are you, you know, are you liking your job? And, well, that's um, good. And it's like, I've told everybody, it's like such an amazing feeling. I get there at four o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. Oh, wow. And <laughs> when I get there, it's, you're looking down Lemon Avenue and it's like this amazing, you know, stone roads and these tall buildings and these lights. And then like the vendors start showing up and then like, it's just such an incredible feeling watching like these tents pop up as the sun is coming up over the buildings and then the people start coming and I don't know, it's, it's an amazing feeling and I could not ask for a better job really. (laughs) Well, that's great. That's great. Well, Amber, I feel like uh, I need to bring you back here uh, in the future to find out what's what's happening, get the latest scoop on the yep. Sarasota Farmers Market. But obviously, I'd encourage anybody who has not been there or not been there in a long time to find out uh, what's going on there. Because I, I, the last time, I think you'd add an extra 10 or 12 vendors since the last time I was there. So shame on me. So <laughs> I think I'm going to be a regular going forward. I would love to see you every weekend and ask me questions as much as you want. And I'd love to be part of your show as frequently as you want to. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, Amber, uh, if anybody wants to reach out to you, how do they contact you? Um, So you can email me at manager um, at sarasotafarmersmarket.org. You can go to our website and I, you know, will answer any questions or comments or concerns. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, I answer all those comments and questions. So, well, all right. So, if you got to get up, at, let's see. Today's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now you get another another good night's sleep. I was going to say, you know, Friday night you better get to bed early. That never seems to happen. My yeah. oldest son works until about eleven. So. Uh, I don't go to bed till about midnight and I'm up by three. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Well, Amber, it's been a pleasure having you on this show. Let's do it again real soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. You betcha.